Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So today's episode is for all of you that find yourself down to crunch time with gifting and still trying to finish up all the wrapping and all the shopping. So today I'm going to give you my nine steps for getting your gifting done so you can relax and enjoy the holiday season more. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. And I think the biggest way to simplify gifting is to have a plan. So that's what I'm going to give you, my step-by-step plan for getting gifting done this holiday season. So step number one, I want you to make a list of everyone you're gifting for this year. And you know, this will include your immediate family, perhaps your extended family, maybe teachers, friends, pets, coworkers host or hostesses, helpers in your life, so maybe your kids' dance instructors or your basketball coach or the mailman or really whoever, but I want you to make a list. And a little little tip I have for keeping this organized is to group it by location where the gifts are going. Now, this will make sense to you more as we move through the other steps, but for now, just group them together by location. So for instance, for me, this year we are going down to see my sister and her family and my parents down in Virginia. And so on my list, I have all the people that we're shopping for in Virginia grouped together. So we're doing Secret Santa with the kids and with the adults to save on the number of gifts we're buying. So Um, we're buying for who my husband has, who I have, who Riley has, who Taylor has, and that's it. But those gifts are all on my list altogether. And then when I go back to look at it, it, it will all, all those gifts I know to like organize and put them together somewhere. This will make more sense as I go through the steps, but for now, group it by location where the gifts are going. And Another tip I have for this is for immediate family, I'd do theirs on a separate sheet of paper because 
you're more than likely buying more, obviously, for your immediate family, like your kids, your spouse, etc. So I do this on a separate sheet of paper, and I want you to break theirs down a little bit differently and a little bit further, right? So you could have a piece of paper for one of your kids, and then you have stockings as a category. You have, you know, gifts together with their siblings as a category. You could even, this is something I do with my kids, is I take a piece of paper and I actually fold it in half. One side is one kid, one side is the other kid. And then I have stockings, listing out individual gifts, listing them out, and then group gifts at the bottom kind of going across both sides. Does that make sense? It, it just helps me see visually and making sure I'm kind of even between the two kids. Okay. And it like really just keeps it all organized. Obviously, as with anything, only do this if it makes sense to you. If you're like, this is like, no, I fly by the seat of my pants with this stuff. Like I am not making a list. Don't do it. If that, if that doesn't help you, don't do it. But I will say that if you're trying to get your gifting done sooner, the more organized and more planned out you are, the more likely you're going to be able to follow through on that. Okay, so now on to step two. Step two, I want you to write down the deadline for when you have to have certain gifts ready by. So if Grandma Sue in Minnesota's gift needs to be mailed, you want to avoid rush shipping, right? So you can plan to have her gift ready to be mailed well ahead of the holiday. Perhaps just to be like super safe, first week of December, this week, essentially. And you know, if you're getting together with a side of your family the week before Christmas, put that due date there. So see how this grouping people by location becomes helpful because now you're seeing like the due date for all those gifts. Okay. And you know, if you need them by Christmas, like Christmas morning for your kids, write that too. I just want you to write down the due date for each group of gifts. Now, step three is I want you to consider your budget. You know, it's good to know what kind of budget you're working with before you put too much thought into what you're buying, right? So perhaps start with your overall budget. Like how how much do you have to spend on the entirety of Christmas this year? And then consider some things that you're thinking about buying and how much they cost, right? So like if you know that your kids are getting a Nintendo Switch for Christmas, okay? Like if I look that up, it's around $300 plus some games. So we're looking at like $400, right? So that that already, you know, you at least need like that much for your kid's budget, right? Um, so that that's helpful too. So like think about some of the things you're buying and how much they cost and then make a budget per person. So step three is consider your budget, okay? So after you've figured out deadlines for gifts and considered your budget, now we can move on to step four which is to decide what you're going to get each person on your list. And, you know, even if you don't know exactly what you're going to get, put down, like, a general idea. So, for instance, maybe you have a niece 
who just finished college and just bought her first apartment, uh, maybe you put there like something for her new home. Right. So that like narrows it down a bit when you're trying to figure out what to buy her. And, you know, as with anything, I have some tips for a few ways to like simplify this, right? Like deciding what to get each person. So you could choose to decide once about what you're going to get someone. Now, this may seem extreme, like deciding once for every year what you're going to get them. But this could apply really well for maybe like your kids' teachers or like the host or hostesses or helpers in your life, like dance instructors, basketball coach, that kind of thing. And so maybe you decide that all the helpers in your life this year get a candle and a thank you card. Cool. Done. Right? That's a way to simplify this. Deciding once. So you're not having to reinvent the wheel each time. But remember, if you are someone who enjoys creating and gifting personal, meaningful gifts, then maybe this simplifying tip doesn't work for you. But if you don't care, and it's not that you don't care, but if you know that simplifying this is going to save a lot of overwhelm and stress for you, then do it. Or perhaps you know every year teachers are going to get candles and you have your kids, you know, write a thoughtful note. So that's a way of like still adding in some of that thoughtful piece if that's what you're afraid you'll be missing when you decide once about gifts. But, you know, making it so it's not like a huge decision each time, right? And, you know, another way that you can simplify this is by streamlining. And that, so the way streamlining works in this situation with gifting is it's, you're, you know, choosing not to buy for everyone on your list, right? So this is honoring yourself, right? The true method. Being aware of your needs, energy, desires, etc. when you're gifting is important right? You know, you don't have to buy for everyone on your list. Just communicate it, right? Like if you need to communicate to your sister's extended family that you're not buying for all the nieces and nephews this year, but getting one like family gift, just communicate that to her, right? This is your life and you have to do what makes sense for you. Okay? And, you know, it is also important to plan ahead here. So the way planning ahead comes into play when you're deciding what to get each person on your list is to, I want you to keep in mind the size and the bulkiness of a gift and whether or not you're going to ship it, right? So if you're, you know you're shipping Grandma Sue's gift to Minnesota, you're probably not going to want to buy her like something huge that you have to pay a ton to ship. Perhaps you choose a smaller gift or perhaps you purchase online and have it shipped directly to her. Right? Some planning ahead can really save you a headache when it comes time to actually like deal with the gifts. (laughs) 
And it's also important to plan ahead with wrapping. Now, I want you to make a note of how you think the gifts that you're going to buy are going to be wrapped, right? Like if it's a super huge gift, you're going to either need like a big bag or like a sack, right? Or maybe it's like something smaller and you want to wrap it or put it in like a box or a gift card in a card, right? Um, And you know, this, you don't have to know exactly, right? But if you do this, it's going to be really helpful when it comes time to wrap because you know what you need for the wrapping. So you're not like starting to wrap a gift and then thinking, shoot, like I still need this, this, and this, right? You can kind of put a little note next to each gift and then make a list, like a shopping list of things that you need to get that wrapping done. So another super simplifying tip, (laughs) that was a tongue twister, a super simple simplifying tip (laughs) is asking yourself, how can I delegate this? And it doesn't have to be like, okay, you delegate going to buy all the gifts like to someone else, right? Like it doesn't necessarily mean that unless that is something you want to do, but it could be as simple as like delegating by like looking at a blogger or an influencer's gift guide for ideas, right? That's taking some of that mental overwhelm off your plate because they're searching for the deal, searching for like popular things for you and putting it all into a guide, right? So you are delegating some of that decision-making. Or another super simple, almost like too simple, is searching in a search engine gift ideas for five-year-old boys. I can guarantee you'll have thousands of hits on that one thing, right? Like every store has that as like keyword searches. Or maybe it's that your father-in-law is impossible to shop for. The man who can get whatever he wants, right? Search a hobby he has and see what pops up. So, for instance, maybe he's into golf. So you could search gift ideas for the golf lover, right? Or maybe you, like, consider reaching out to someone who's really close to that person to see what they suggest. So in, like, your father-in-law's situation, maybe you speak to... Your mother-in-law, I'm sure she has some ideas of things that he would love for Christmas, right? The key with this decision-making about gifts and the delegating is that it takes some of that mental overwhelm off your plate. And another simplifying tip I have is organization. And we spoke about this a little bit before, but it's really great and helpful to organize your lists in a way that helps clear some of that mental overwhelm, right? Like by grouping people that you're gifting for by location and then making little notes about, you know, when you need them by or how they're going to be wrapped and ideas for what those gifts are, it's really helpful to have it all like right there in your face, (laughs) right? Like it helps you see how even the gifts are among people. It helps you break things down by budget. Um, It's also going to be a great visual when you're sorting the gifts. Um, That's a tip I have about um, putting gifts 
in bins or boxes or bags or whatever based on location where they're going. So then you have it all ready to go and you're not like looking around for it. Okay. So those are my simplifying tips for deciding what gifts to get, right? So just to review, you can decide once, right? You're going to get all of the teachers in your life gift cards every year. You could streamline by choosing to do less gift less gifting this year, right? You could plan ahead, right? Figuring out what gifts need to be shipped and probably trying to keep those on the smaller side or purchasing them through a website that directly ships to your person, recipient. Um, and you could also um, plan ahead with wrapping, right? Get a sense of how you're going to wrap things so that you have all the supplies on hand when it does come time to wrap. You could also delegate, right? You could get some ideas online from influencers or a search engine about like what gifts to get or ask someone who's close to that person what they might, what that person, the gift recipient might like, right? And organization, right? Keeping those lists organized so you can visually keep it all together in your mind. And the the holiday plan, the plan that I came up with, um, the bonus templates have a lot of this in it, right? Like all these um, ways to keep all your lists and stuff organized are in my bonus templates in the holiday plan. And that's only $10 right now, $10 for the holiday plan for your holiday. And you can go to www.alyssalinquist.com slash the holiday plan for that. And one little note of caution here. With any suggestion that I give, I want you to keep in mind the true method, right? The true method. Take stock of your needs, energy, and desires, right? Like what feels right? What do you need? How's how's your energy, right? And then realign with what matters to you. And then I want you to unburden yourself from what doesn't matter and eliminate the mental noise. So, for instance, perhaps you are feeling very mentally overwhelmed by all the gifts that you need to buy this year. And so you're thinking, I want to minimize the number of people I'm buying for. So you decide that you're buying for your immediate family only this year. And then I want you to unburden yourself from that, right? Let go, communicate to those who need to know that you aren't doing gifts this year for anybody else and tell them feel free to do the same, right? Then I want you to let go of the guilt that often comes up in a situation like that, right? Where you feel bad for not buying for all your nieces and nephews or your mom or dad or whomever, right? I want you to let that go and recognize 
that your well-being is of utmost importance, right? You can create boundaries for yourself that protects your well-being. And if gifting for a whole slew of people is going to take away from the holiday for you, let it go. That's okay, right? You must always do what makes sense for you. If you want to buy for all the people, get it, girl. (laughs) You know? If you don't, cool, awesome. Way to stay true to what you need, right? If you wing it on the budget, right? Kind of toss the budget out out the air, have at it, sister, right? You like buying teachers personalized gifts? And the thought of deciding once feels insincere to you? No problem. This is your gifting, not mine. Now, step five. Now is the time to start browsing online for items. And you could also begin to think about like what small businesses you might look for gifts at, right? Actually, like figure out where you're going to buy these gifts. And there are ways to simplify this too, right? You could systemize it. As you find the gifting items online, you could add them to your cart. This is like my so simple, but it's so helpful, right? You put your items that you like into your cart and you could do this at like multiple retailers, right? Like if you see something on Amazon and Target, you could add them to both your carts, right? And you can compare pricing and you could also wait to see if like a deal pops up on it. Okay. And you could also, this is also like a good time to like plan ahead, right? You could look online to make a list of like when holiday deals are popping up, right? So you know when to buy something. Or if you know like certain items on your list are going to pop on sale soon, you can even like make a note of it next to the item for when that deal is going to happen. But it's also like super effective just to like put them into your cart because then you'll see. You'll see it when it goes on sale. You don't have to like think too much about it. Or maybe you decide once that all of your holiday shopping is going to happen at one store. You just like take a day and you go get everything. You know, there it's, it's whatever you want it to be. Okay, so now that you've kind of researched, right? Step six, I want you to make a shopping list. And what I want you to do is make separate shopping lists by location, right? Like everything you're going to buy at one store, put it on a list. Or like take a piece of paper and put like a little box with like the store name and the items that you're going to buy, right? And you can also do this with like online locations too, right? And you can include things like who you're buying for, where you're buying it, the tracking number once you have it, 
the date that it's expected to arrive and the price, right? Like you can put all, all of that there. So it's all there for you. Right. And then as things come in, you can kind of highlight it or check it off or whatever. This is definitely simplified because it's an organized way to keep it organized. <laughs> okay. So you make your shopping list. And then step seven, I want you to get it on the calendar. Getting it on the calendar is going to be so helpful in your productivity. If it's not on the calendar, it's going to be like spur of the moment, last minute, which is what we're trying to avoid, right? If you're trying to get your gifting done sooner, we want to avoid those last minute outings. So perhaps you like keep in mind holiday deals, right? Or like a certain day where you're going into the city or, you know, a day where like you're going to be downtown with some friends or just like a day where you're kid free (laughs) or like a few hours kid free, right? Or a morning where you have some time to yourself or can sit down at the computer and online shop, right? Whatever it may be, it's all unique to each of us, right? We all have our own schedule and plans. But I want you to like a lot time for it on your calendar. Like specific days and times that you're going to get this done. Like physically write it out. And a great way to streamline this, right? Like we made the shopping list for a reason. Everything you're going to buy from a store. Maybe you know that you are going to be going out to lunch with a friend and you have, you know, like in a downtown area where there's some cute shops and you know you want to get all the teachers awesome tea from this local shop. And you know you want to get your mother and mother-in-law these special, you know, home good kind of gifts at a local shop on the same street. So you're going out to lunch. These two local shops are right there. Give yourself like another hour, half hour, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and give yourself time to get that done. This is a great way to streamline. You're already there. You're saving yourself time. You're knocking out multiple gifts in one outing, right? And also, when you're putting this on your calendar, I want you to keep in mind like your priorities, right? What gifts do you need ASAP? Those should be your focus first. So maybe you know that you have like this holiday party that you and your spouse are going to and you need the hostess gift for that party and it's next weekend. Make sure you get that gift ahead of time. Right? Plan that. If it's next weekend, plan it for sometime this week to go get that. And you know what? While you're there, if you know you're going to have other events that you're going to that you need host or hostess gifts, get them all at once. Decide once that they're all getting a bottle of wine, right? Okay? And as a general rule of thumb, you should have the gifts you need a week before you need them. This will give you time to wrap them, right? And for Christmas Day gifts, Same thing. Give yourself at least a week between, you know, 
so you can spend time wrapping. And I want, I also want you to get that on the calendar, right? Not just like the shopping for the gifts, but the wrapping of gifts, right? And it's also important to keep an eye out for ways to delegate. Like you could delegate to big box companies and have them gift wrap and send your gifts for you. Or you could have a wrapping party with friends. Or you could get your partner involved and spend a night while the kids are sleeping wrapping gifts. Whatever that looks like, like find ways to take some of it off your plate. Like you don't have to do it all. Okay. And so this is where step number eight comes in. I want you to communicate to whoever you need to about your plans. So maybe it's asking your partner to set aside a specific date to help you wrap. Or it's getting that girl's night on the calendar for like a wrapping party, right? Or maybe it's asking a babysitter to take the kids so you can spend some time wrapping. Or maybe asking if someone else in your family wants to go in on a gift for someone, right? Okay, I want you to communicate with whoever you need to about your plans. That's step eight. And then step nine is get to it, okay? There are some things that you can do to simplify also as the gifts start coming in, right? Like you've made your lists, you've gone shopping, you've done all the things. I want you to get like some boxes, bins, or like large bags to organize your gifts as they come in. You can organize each bin by person and or like location. So for instance, you could have a bin for all of your sister's family's gifts. You could also have a bin for stocking stuffers. And then maybe another bin for each kid, right? Keeping it organized in this way just makes it like visual so you can see how much you've bought, one, how like even it is, two. And then also just like, okay, so say you're going to see your family the second weekend in December and you need to wrap those gifts ahead of time. You just grab the bin or the bag or the box or whatever with those gifts in it and bring it into a room to wrap. You're not digging around through all the gifts trying to figure out where everyone's gifts are. And, you know, there's also another system you can create for gifting. And it, like, helps you, like, refer to your gift list. And as you buy items, you can highlight them, right? So you know you've already purchased them. And then if it's an online order, you can create, like, an online order tracking sheet So you can keep track of when you receive it and then check it off from there. That is also a bonus template in the holiday plan. So quick review, quick review. Here are the steps again. So step one, I want you to make a list of everyone you're gifting for this year. Step two, I want you to write down the deadline for when you have to have certain certain gifts ready by. Then step three, I want you to consider your budget. Then step four, I want you to decide what you're going to get each person on your list. Even if you don't know exactly what you're going to get, put down a general idea so it narrows it down. Step five, I want you to start browsing uh, online for the items And you could also begin thinking about like what small businesses you might look for gifts at. 
Then step six, I want you to make a shopping list broken down by location, where you're going to buy that gift. Put it all under one list. All the gifts from one store under one list. Then step seven, I want you to get it on the calendar. Step eight, I want you to communicate with whoever you need to about your plans. And then step nine, get to it. You got this. And I think it's really important to remember here that while this is helpful, this is also what works for me. You have to remember what works for you. If you know that some of the things I've said won't work for you, don't do them. But if some of it does, great. And I also want you to remember to follow your plan as much as you can, but also recognize that it's okay if it doesn't end up going exactly as you hoped. Right? A plan is a backbone, right? It helps steer your course. But as we know, things come up, plans change, your energy might not be there. Whatever it is, it's okay. Your plan is not the end-all be-all. It helps guide you, but life is not always predictable. Allow yourself the flexibility to adjust, right? And remember, you might be in a season right now, a tough season, an energy drain season, a season where money is tight, a season where you really want to go all out. Whatever season you are in, Allow yourself to be there, to live in it, to be fully present in there, to not feel guilt, to give it the time and respect it deserves. Until next week, friends. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.